podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We all know how the onset of a global pandemic in 2020 led to three national lockdowns in the UK and an interruption to life as we knew it. One benefit of the health crisis was a new appreciation of the importance of mental and physical fitness. And one leisure activity benefited more than most. In June 2020, it was announced during one of the government's coronavirus briefings that cycling in the UK had increased by as much as 200%. Bike sales boomed and demand from consumers outstripped supplies. This is Great British Bosses from Anything But Footy. And in this special edition, we speak to two men hoping to harness this interest in cycling. Together they run a cycling academy for children based in Doncaster and with big ambitions. Shortly, we'll hear from British professional road racing cyclist Graham Briggs. But firstly, his partner in the Clancy Briggs Cycling Academy. The three-time Olympic champion Ed Clancy has been telling Michael where the idea first came from. About 10 years ago, I was riding along with Graham, the other co-owner of the academy, and it was literally a decade ago now. He's quite a creative fellow. I think Graham's very uh, right-brained, as people say. He he just got talking, and he was talking about a fellow he knew that had a kid's uh, football academy. And then we got talking, and we were like, wow, there's an academy for swimming, golf, cricket, rugby, tennis. You name it, there's an academy out there for kids, you know, just to go and have fun at the weekends and ride the bikes or whatever, and... As it happens, there wasn't one for riding bikes. So I guess that's when the, the idea was spawned. And then really, there was a lot of talk for about five or six years and not a lot of action. But um, I guess as Graham's racing career started coming to a close, um, you know, we, we started doing more and more and we started having little structured meetings. And along with Graham's wife, Sam, who's... Um, much more intelligent than both of us put together. And she's a you know a successful accountant and she understands business and so on. Uh, the three of us, you know, really got to work and we launched the Clancy Briggs Cycling Academy with the, the sole aim really of getting kids on bikes and having fun, you know? If uh, one or two of them go off to win the Tour de France, absolutely fantastic, but we're not about that really. We're, we're just trying to get kids on bikes you know, we're all of the opinion that it's probably more difficult now than it's ever been. You know, there's more traffic and it's not like you can just sort of wobble down the, the road anymore and go to the playground. And yeah, we figured it'd be a good thing to do. And, uh, you know, we're aware that cycling's doing really well and, you know, it's continued to do really well during the pandemic. But, you know, I guess that means there's more new cyclists, new cycling parents. So, you know, we thought it'd be a great idea to launch a cycling academy for the kids. You're based in Donny, but the work extends sort of beyond Yorkshire and, and, and nationwide. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so it made sense for us to kick off in Doncaster. They made this beautiful sort of paved cycle circuit off-road, if that makes sense, so like a two-kilometre circuit right next to the um, the Doncaster Dome, you know, where you can go swimming and ice skating. And uh, we sort of got our – we got in there and we asked kindly if we could, um, you know, have some of the track time solely for us and sort of exclusively – exclusively for our sessions and uh they were you know they were pretty on board with the idea right from the gun and they've been very helpful to be fair we really started off in one of the best facilities in the world yeah like you said we start in Doncaster and it's it's still really based around there we do a couple of schools in the area as well but what we're really doing is we're just trying to refine this branch you know so we've started doing zoom coaching across the across the nation and we can coach kids uh, across the nation sort of you know, online, 
But in terms of like the actual classes, we're just trying to get essentially like a little Doncaster franchise nailed. And, you know, as soon as we've done that, we've already got requests, you know, down south in Wales, up north, um, you know, for franchises elsewhere. But we've just got to nail down what works, what doesn't work so well. And then once we've we've got that pinned down, we're going to start franchising it across the country, hopefully. And then um, the ultimate goal is to have a Clancy Briggs franchise in every sort of major town or city across the UK. I'm not sure what we like football, you know, where every little hamlet and village has got a football academy. But for sure, I believe there's enough people, there's enough cyclists out there to make it work in every major town and city. And listening to you talk, this isn't just something that, Ed Clancy's put his name to because he's got three Olympic gold medals. This is something you're properly invested in. Yeah, absolutely. Big time. You know, um, what can I say? I've always had more ambition than talent, but I, I just believe in it, you know, and I, I'm in there, you know. I, I own half the business along with Graham and I'm passionate about it and I want it to work. And it, it, this isn't just like a sponsorship deal where you, you lend your name to something in exchange for a few quid. You know, I put money into this to start it up. And, you know, so far, I haven't taken a penny out of it in return. You know, I just want this to work. I want to sort of franchise it across the UK. And like I said, there's there's an academy for everything apart from cycling. And, you know, from what we've seen so far in Doncaster, there is a want for it. There's a need for it. And um, I, I don't think cycling is going to go away. I think there's uh, there's all sorts of reasons that cycling's good. I'm not just talking about sport here, just commuting and getting out. And with coronavirus, we've really had it rubbed in our faces just how important physical and mental health is you know you know i get so many people coming up to me these days that you know during lockdown the one thing people have been able to do is get out on the bike for a little pedal and you know people enjoy it it's not just good for for fighting illness and staying healthy and so on it's good for people's mental health whether you're young or old and i'm proud to be supporting that in some small way more from ed clancy shortly whilst ed and his partner graham briggs are now business partners in the clancy briggs cycling academy professional relationship came about after the two developed a firm friendship originally as teammates. I've been on teams just to say with Ed since on and off since 2010 roughly cycling teams on the same cycling team so I've always got on really well with Ed and um, yeah it was uh, it was my roommate that we always shared and we always got on well and uh, yeah yeah it went from there really and then we've created a really good friendship and uh, started speaking about doing some kind of a cycling academy where we could introduce kids to um, having fun riding bikes and trying to get them off of uh, iPads and, and things like that. Um, yeah, just to get out, get outside and enjoy the fresh air like me and Ed did. And uh, as we, when we were younger, enjoying the freedom what a bicycle gives you. Because football clubs have academies, rugby clubs, county cricket, lots of sports have academies, but this is a fairly unique thing in terms of cycling, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people when we were sat when we started off were saying uh, said it was difficult to like get into cycling clubs. It was like kind of a quite closed community and hard to find out. So we're yeah, we're trying to break down those barriers and make it as easy as possible for people to get into. Yeah, whether it's um, getting kids on bikes, just having fun, or kids racing. What of the the users, what have the young people been saying to you about the opportunity to get out on their bikes when for so long we've been told to stay indoors and, and been locked inside because we've had to be? During lockdown, we moved a lot of the sessions online and tried to uh, encourage the children to keep active and, um, yeah, 
we've done um, like stretching workshops and um, exercise classes just to keep them just to keep them engaged really and um, so when we did start back with the um, face-to-face sessions that we could uh, hit the ground running again and uh, back coaching face-to-face and uh, yeah the numbers uh, have been incredible compared to when we started at the beginning so yeah there's two or three new faces each classes and um, we did holiday holiday camps morning and afternoons and they were fully booked so it's uh, yeah it's really taking shape. You know we all know about people going walking people going running and people going cycling have been so important for not just physical well-being but mental well-being as well is your kind of research your background suggested that the getting on your bike is is a good thing for people to be doing yeah definitely uh, yeah it's great for for your physical physical health and uh, mental health a lot of the time when I go out on my bike, that's where I do a lot of my thinking time and uh, think of sessions that we could use for the kids. And yeah, it's just nice to get out, get out in the fresh air and uh, yeah, free your mind. Tell us a little bit about yourself then. Where did you start? You had a, a prestigious professional cycling career as well, which we'll come on to. But where did it, it start for you? Um, funnily enough, I was playing football um, for uh like local clubs and I got scouted for Doncaster Rovers and I was ju- I was just getting into that and then um, I started I was starting to go out cycling changed from uh, football to cycling and um, started working in a local bike shop and they pointed in me in the direction of doing some races and uh, yeah it went from there. And in terms of your career what kind of heights did you reach what were the, the best bits the highlights for you Graham? Probably going to the World Championships is under 23. That's the, one of the biggest races that I was part of. And yeah, I was fairly new to cycling. I'd only been cycling two or three years when I got uh, the chance to represent yeah, my country. So yeah, I was a little bit of a duck out of water, but yeah, I uh, didn't turn down the opportunities. And was it always road cycling for you? Did you look at track, BMX, mountain bike? There's so many disciplines now. I started off by doing uh, cyclocross and mountain bike races. So uh, I um, saw all these people in Lycra and thinking, uh, I, I don't want to do that. And I wanted to do some mountain biking. So I didn't. I started off by doing some um, cyclocrosses, which is um, it's like on a road bike, but you've got knobbly tyres. So uh, yeah, I started off by doing that and then did some mountain bike. And then uh, the country was hit with foot and mouth, so we couldn't do like any off-road cycling so that's when I turned to road really doing some local evening league cycling and won a few of those and then started doing some national stuff and then I got third in the um, junior national championships and then never really went back to mountain biking after that and then just carried on with road and went from there. When did you first meet Ed Clancy and what did you think of him? Um, yeah, he's was, was a yeah, great guy, very down to earth. You, yeah, you wouldn't think that he's... Um, yeah, he's not big-headed at all. He's got three, three gold medals. Uh, I try. We try and meet up once a week on the bike. He lives uh, over at home first, so yeah, it's about a two-hour ride for me. But it's good to uh, get over his way and in, uh, into the hills and suffer a little bit. Yeah, and we uh, yeah can chat about the academy and ask him how things are going. So yeah, that's uh, pretty good. Obviously, Yorkshire is such a, a county synonymous with with cycling the grand depart in leeds in 2014 was huge we've had subsequent editions of the tour de yorkshire as well so in terms of the geography of where you're based in in donny 
you couldn't be in a in a better county for for harnessing the power of getting on the bike, could you? No, not for the not not for the kids that want to race. Um, yeah, there's such a um, uh, massive cycling community in Doncaster. Yeah, the group rides that I grew up with and the people that took me under the wing, and um, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the uh, community in Doncaster. You've got you've got group rides go that go out on a Tuesday, a Thursday, a Saturday, a Sunday morning and evening. So yeah, that's what um, kept me getting out on the door, out of the door in the in the morning, meeting those groups um, when motivation wasn't when I was a pro- professional cyclist. Motivation wasn't always high, but when you get out and have a chat with your friends, that's the uh, I think that's the biggest thing about cycling. You you have such a laugh and but you keep in fit as well. And from Donny to global domination and franchises of the Fancy Brig Cycling Academy right across the world? Yeah, definitely. That's the, uh, that's the vision for the Fancy Briggs Cycling Academy is uh, to franchise it across the, uh, across the UK and uh, we've had plenty of interest so far. So, yeah, we'll uh, keep uh, taking baby steps, but that's, that's definitely the vision. Graham Briggs, one of the founders of the Clancy Briggs Cycling Academy. Let's hear more from his partner, Ed Clancy, now, who told Michael about what it is he loves about getting out on his bike. I just love it. I don't know what keeps me coming back. You know, it's what got me into cycling in the first place. I just like being outside on two wheels. And, you know, when uh, when we're allowed and you get a few mates along for the ride, it's great. You know, there's uh, I like the teamwork. I like the camaraderie of it. I like the fact that you can all sort of suffer together and have a laugh and a joke and, yeah, I mean, obviously the racing's a completely different dimension, but, you know, I'll still go out on my mountain bike at the weekend and have a laugh with my mates. I just, um, I guess it's freedom, you know? It's freedom, you can kind of express yourself on two wheels, and uh, I like it, yeah. There was obviously no Clancy Briggs Cycling Academy when you started, but how did it begin for you? Yeah, p- pure accident, really, I guess. Um, so I grew up around Denby Dale, Huddersfield sort of area, and... Um, I always had bikes as a kid, usually just terrible hand-me-downs off my big brother that were just kind of holding together. And uh, I wasn't from a cycling family. My brother wasn't into cycling. I don't know why I took to it. I enjoyed other sports. I enjoyed sort of, you know, hitting a ball with a cricket bat and kicking a football around randomly as well. But cycling was my thing. It always was. I enjoyed playing on my BMX and mountain bikes and when I got a paper round, I used to spend every penny I made sort of like, you know, getting a new set of brakes or a new tyre from a mountain bike. And I just enjoyed it. I didn't have any ambition. I didn't want to be somebody or do anything. I just, it was just fun. You know, in many ways as a kid, I didn't know what, where I was going or what I was doing. But um, I was lucky enough that my stepdad bought me a racing bike and he was the one that really encouraged me to have a go at racing and perhaps take it a little bit more seriously and even think about some sort of future in it. And I guess as soon as he planted that idea, yeah, it, it just grew and grew. And I wouldn't say I had a, an abundance of talent as a teenager, but I enjoyed the race and I got stuck in. And I, again, another happy coincidence, really. There was a fella called Peter Root from the Home Valley Wheelers. And he, he sort of recommended that I went to British Cycling and uh, applied for their talent team, it was called, which was, I guess, like the national under-16 programme. But long story short, we got on the, the programme and we sort of hit the targets You've got to pass a little little interview test, a sprint test, an endurance test. And we tick the boxes. And I guess once you're on that conveyor belt, you know, we've seen how successful British cycling is and all the support that UK sport's done. And I owe those guys a lot, really, because, you know, without that, 
we wouldn't be sat here three gold medals later. And you timed it perfectly, didn't you, really? Because you arrived on the scene just as British cycling was, was going supersonic. Absolutely, yeah. I remember, like it was yesterday, being sat in the living room um, in the old house in Home Firth, which is just up the hill. And uh, Jason Queeley got his gold medal in the year 2000. And at the time, I obviously I was inspired by that, you know, and I was lucky enough to, to do a bit of comp competition and, you know, riding with Jason himself. But I had no idea of the consequences, really. But what happened there when Jason got that first gold medal is the funding came in. And then four years later, uh, you know, I was part of the programme and then Chris Soy and uh, the, the team sprint sort of went on to win another handful of gold medals. And then again, we get more money and the whole programme snowballs once again. But um, who knows where we would have been or wouldn't have been without that gold medal from Jason in the first place, you know? There wouldn't have been, well, there potentially wouldn't have been the money for the sort of talent scouting schemes that I was um, lucky enough to catch a ride on. So, uh, yeah, it's funny how things happen. How proud is that boy from Huddersfield to have been part of that British cycling success? Hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm proud to have done my best, you know. I, I feel like looking back, you know, particularly for the big ones, I have committed myself well and I've I've done a good job, but... I don't know, we've spoke before. I don't consider myself anything other than a, a normal bloke, you know, that likes riding his bike. Let's go back to the academy and let's talk a little bit about Yorkshire and cycling because with the Tour de Yorkshire, obviously, Grand Depart was in, in Leeds back in 2014. Are you, are you hoping to tap into that real feel-good factor there is about your sport in, your, in the White Rose County? Hey, I hope so, you know. And um, the, the Tour of Yorkshire for sure was... A great thing and I know it's been put on hold uh, the last year or so but hopefully that'll be back you know there's no point in me telling them how great I am what those kids need to hear is how great they can be you know whether it's the weekend warriors enjoying riding their bikes whether they're Olympians Tour de France stars whatever I just want to sort of hold up a shining light for cycling and we wish Ed Clancy every success with the Clancy Briggs Cycling Academy after his retirement from competitive cycling following the delayed Tokyo Olympics. Sports Social Podcast Network.